I want to go back to living in a house with, uh, how many siblings did you say you have? Nine. Nine siblings, two bedroom apartment. You know, I heard you use words like, you know, I was lucky to get into a degree program and I had a dream and you use the word hope. Those aren't usually words that people associate with, I'm living in a two bedroom apartment with 12 people and we're living on $15 a month. So, so what was it about your parents or your upbringing or a movie you watched or what happened that you had this desire and this dream? Because I I imagine when you go back to visit your family in Togo, I imagine there's a lot of people in your neighborhood that are just stuck in the same, the same rat race. So what was, what was unique about you or your siblings or your parents or growing up that gave you that motivation to say, no, I can go do much greater, bigger things. Why, Why you? Well, that's a very, very, very great question, Scott, which I must say that has really never been asked me before on the very, very you know, like many interviews I've been on. You know, when I look back, even though we didn't grow up with much, I must say that uh, my father, for instance, I mean, he, he was polygamous. Okay? He, has, he, he has two wives. Okay? But, but even though he was, he was not very present, whenever he was present, you could feel his, his how do I say, his, 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 he had these firm uh, uh, rules and regulations by which he ran his home. So I remember that um, all you had to do, you had three, he told you like, listen, you have three things, all right? It's chores, it's books, and sleep, all right? Like that's it, okay? He doesn't want any negotiating, any talk. That's what you gotta do. And that, even today, till today, you know, gave me a very, very good foundation in discipline. And, and I would say that uh, my father was an animist and my mom was Christian. Okay, So uh, I would say that during the week we go for rituals and then Sunday we go to church. So there was already a, a base, a foundation of faith base already, even though it was, it was split into different directions. I think there was already a faith base. Uh, belief system in the home. Now, if you ask me what made me different, Scott, I think those are part of it. But personally, I've always been this boy that whenever the crowd went left, I went right because of the conviction or at least what I believed in. And I've seen that happen throughout my life, through high school, through primary school. I mean, in high school, I was this guy that would go and write speeches and, and, and find a way to gather people and, and, and make them revolt against the entire system. Okay, so, I'm not saying that, you know, it was a good thing, okay? But, but I was just this guy that, for whatever reason, I had this particular view of life and I was willing to do anything, whatever it took to bring it to life. Yeah, I, I, I'm thinking about how old were you when you walked from um, from Togo to South Africa? I left. I left my home at 17 and a half. At 17 and a half. And yeah. you know, I've I've not had the pleasure of being uh, to Africa, even though I have some close friends that live in Kenya, and I I know a lot of people that have traveled there. You know, my ignorant picture of Africa is there's a lot of very dangerous places to trek through. So. What what was that route or what countries did you go through or how did you avoid danger? I mean, obviously, if your family thought that you were dead because you didn't check in for 18 months, you know, there was some danger on that trip. Um, what what motivated you to do it and, and what were some of the things you saw through that journey? Yeah, you know, I, I want to share this with you. The phone I had then, yeah, I don't know if you remember those old Nokias. 
Yeah. Uh, There's the yellow yeah. screen. You can play snake on it. Yeah. Now mine, mine, I had a, a rubber band, you know, the rubber band you use for money. I had a rubber band that I would strap the battery with. And then mine didn't have a, didn't have a, a keyboard. You know, the, it had a gum keyboard, you know, and, and, and we ring, I had a matches box. I would take out the matches and press it and pick the cord. <laughs> so, so you are right. I couldn't check in because, because I just didn't have enough to do anything extra, buy credit extra and call anybody. It, it wasn't enough, you know, so. You won't find wealth sitting on your ass at home. I like that. That's better than all the Asian proverbs. I, I need to look up some more African proverbs. I like that. Um, so, so, you know, fast forwarding, obviously you kind of find your, your, your voice in leading people and being the regional manager and being able to motivate people and started your own business. And like, you, you really found your stride leading other people and motivating. How does yeah. that become the full-time job, you know, the beautiful curated website you have, the corporate speaking gigs, the yeah. the coaching programs, the videos. I, I watched some of your stuff in preparation of this call. It's like, wh where's the evolution from I'm a regional manager at, you know, a subsidiary of Walmart to like, no, mm -hmm. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna have the confidence to go on my own and travel mm -hmm. the world being a public speaker and a trainer and a, a corporate ambassador. Like, how, how does that happen? Other than your shirt saying, be different. You know, that clearly, <laughs> clearly that's your mantra for your whole life. But how do you yeah, make that, how do you make that jump? Like, how's that next stage become? Yeah, you know, um, I define faith as the ability to believe in things that don't exist as yet, okay? Um, uh, the Bible is one of the greatest books that I read time to time. It says that there's power of life and death in our tongue. And if we, if we have the tongue, we should then use it to speak things to existence as though they were. Okay? Now, Scott, it says also that where there's lack of vision, people perish. Okay? Now, now in, in the new translation, it says that where there's absence of vision, people do not flourish, okay? Now, if you ask me, what was the job and how was it like? Now, I have to be vulnerable here. I have to tell you the truth that, not because today I'm doing what I'm doing, that when, 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 when I, I reached that four-way stop, when after everything I've worked for, for the five, six years, 12, 15 hours a day, sometimes, I mean, I mean when I was in corporate, uh, uh, Scott, my colleagues would make fun of me that, hey, man, like, you got to have to give, out, give up your apartment because you're never there. Because I'm always traveling. I'm always on the grind. Okay, I come back, all I do is sleep. I mean, sleep for two hours, shower, and off I go again, traveling across the country, across the southern area, doing what I have to do. Okay, hungry like more than ever. So after putting so much work and trying to build up a company and everything came crashing down and I was back to square zero, what I had to do, the first thing I had to do, Scott, was very simple, was to go back to the law of faith, which is believing in things that don't exist as yet, which, which was to go back to the law of vision, where he says that where there's no vision, people do not achieve, was to go back the Lord that said that we must speak life into our lives with our tongue with which we should call things to existence as though they were. So that's what I did. When I looked back, I was like, you know what? Look, I believe that everybody has a gift. Okay, Dr. Mars Monroe, he says that we are all born to be leaders, but not leaders of people necessarily, but first of all, leaders of our own area of gifting. 
and to our purpose or our calling is attached to the tool that we're supposed to bring that calling to life with. And that tool is our gift. So, so I decided to tap into my gift. I decided to, to use my gift, which is the one of speaking, to build the business out of it. But here's the thing. <laughs> I had no point of reference. Scott, okay, like there's no speaker in my family. The last time I was speaking to my nephew, he was like, hey, you know, uncle, when I grew up, I want to be a speaker. I'm like, okay, cool. I mean, when, when I was your age, when I tell that to my dad, I want to be a speaker, he probably, he probably would have slapped me or something. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? Like, hey, boy, wake up. Like, who would have had put that in your, in your head? Like, take me there. I, I want to smack that person. Okay. So, so I couldn't have told that. There was no point of reference. Okay. And I tell, I tell about that in my book, How to Be an, an Unforgettable Orator, which, which I'm going to give you the link, Scott. You can give it to your people for free. They can download that. That okay. I had no point of reference. And therefore, when I landed in Singapore, trying to do my thing in Southeast Asia, I spent nine months in business without a single client. Okay? <laughs> nine, nine good months, Scott. Like just doubling. <laughs> I, 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 had to, I had to teach English lessons. I had to do this, do any kind of thing just to keep my business going. Okay, so, so I mean, I'm not going to sit here and act all rosy and, and, and do the big talk. No, there's not it. It took the grind. It took the persistence. I mean, I could have given up six months down the line or three months down the line that it looked, look, just, this, 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 just, this just doesn't work. Okay, right. there's no point of reference for me to go to. But I, I did, you know, what one of my best friends called me for. I close the door and work. When you know that you don't have what it takes, what you've got to do, it's zone out. Okay, get into your zone, all right? Forget about everything and study. Study, 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 work, 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 okay? That's what I did. I mean, that's why today I talk about some people like, and I hope to meet them one day to be listening to me right now, people like Les Brown and T.D. Jakes. Now, what I did was I studied these people very, very closely. Okay, I looked at their speeches over and over again. How do they craft the story? How do they put in a code? How do they stand on stage? Because I knew that I didn't have a ten or fifteen thousand dollars to go to any seminar or any workshop to learn how to speak or how learn how to coach. Okay, and I went back to my foundation. How do people transform? What happens? You know. So I, man, come on. If we come to where I am right now, I'm living here temporary, but I've got a library of more than sixty-six books that I've read in the past three months. Okay, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, so I'm saying that if you ask me how I was able to do that, it's by working, ladies and gentlemen, it's by putting in the work. And again, believing, believing that if you believe it, you don't have to see it to believe, but you have to believe it so that you can see it. That is my word and I'm sticking to it. <laughs> I get business off of social media. You get business off of social media. We met because of some connection on social media, but I also can't help but think that social media really plays into, especially with children, that fear, self-doubt, and low self-esteem. Because if you're constantly just comparing yourself to the other guy, to the other guy, to, oh, well, you know, I'm I'm not Elon Musk. It's like, well, there's only one fucking Elon Musk. Like, in, in 7 billion people, like you said, there's one Elon Musk. Like, I shouldn't be comparing myself to him. Um, do, do you see that when you do, you know, your volunteer work with kids and you're trying to talk to kids about vision? Do you see that social media is impacting those, you know, the fear, the self-doubt and the low self-esteem? Oh, yeah. So, so much, Scott. So, so much. And, and you know what? 
The sad thing is most of them are not even, you know, they, they confess it. They say it openly that, you know, social media depresses me. Okay, When I go through uh, the feed of my friends and, and I see this 18-year-old that just bought a Lamborghini or this friend of mine that we left school just two years ago is now doing big things in, in Dubai or this, it depresses me. So, Scott, yes, it's true. Social media is playing a huge, huge role when it comes to, you know, people experiencing those three demons. You know, <laughs> I, I was telling a friend of mine that, look, personally, if it wasn't for what I do, okay, if it wasn't for what I do, the fact that you need the right channels to spread your message across, I wasn't, you're never going to find me on social media, okay? You can never find me, okay? Because, because I'm this guy that's, I just want to be in my corner, cook my African food, eat it, enjoy it, go through life, and read some books, okay, and, and have great conversation with people. I, I'm just that guy, okay? And if I'm blessed enough to have that beautiful woman by my side, Oh, come on, man. Let's go. Let's enjoy life one at a time. Okay. And, and you know what, Scott? At the end of the day, we can inspire a billion people today. At the end of the day, we can make the billion dollars that we want to make today. But life only boils down to that quality of life that we live. And, and, and in that quality of life, there is no social media. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? There's no, there's no Facebook. There's no Instagram. <laughs> you see? So... I mean, this this basically through your question, uh, Scott. I want I want to I want to use this to 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 call to make a call to shout to give a shout out to all the young people out there that are listening to me right now. That you should never ever let yourself be depressed by social media because you know what the harsh truth is is that ninety percent of the content that is out there is fake. All, all right, bullshit. and I'm saying fake with capital F, like F F, like double F. Okay. <laughs> I mean, if I say one F is two, we can double F and AKA, all right? It's crazy with capital K. So, I mean, you can't let stuff like that depress you, get into your subconscious and, and, and suppress you. No, no. The, the one that is in you is greater than the one that is out there, okay? You've got to take a stand and, and tap into your individuality because as much as they are somewhere thinking right now, you know, uh, I, I, let me put it this way, as much as they are on the ground thinking that, oh, the person in the tree is eating good food and, and, and I mean, good fruit, and they are living off the leftover of that person being thrown, uh, being thrown down. There is someone next door looking at them that, oh, yeah, he's standing underneath the tree and getting the best of leftovers. Do you get what I'm saying? Yep. So what I'm trying to say is that I don't care how crap your life is. Okay, I don't care how rich your life is, but you too can be an inspiration to someone. You get what I'm saying? Sometimes the tough things we go through serve as a lesson for others to be better. You get what I'm saying? So, so, so our life can be an inspiration to somebody. So if you listen to me right now, there is someone somewhere looking at you and thinking that if only I could have what Joe has, if only I could have what Anita has, if only I could be like Joanita or Lucretia. You know, and I'm, I'm using your, your American black names right now. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? There's somebody looking at you right now. If I just could be you and you owe it to those people, come on, to live a life that you want to live, the life on your terms, the life that, that, that has come in, the life that is a gift, okay? 
from the creator or the universe or whatever you may call it. You owe it your life to live that life free of what social media is feeding you. 